everyone. I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We are on episode 101, and this week's question is, do you need to include trigger warnings in your novel? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like, write a review, share it with friends. I'm just going to throw in a quick disclaimer. We're going to be talking about trigger warnings and we will probably be using certain words that can be triggers themselves. So obviously, listener discretion is advised. Okay, let's first talk about what a trigger warning is and the sort of ones that you may want to include in a trigger warning. We say trigger. We're going to go to the dictionary to get the definition for a trigger warning, which is a statement cautioning that content may be disturbing or upsetting. Now, a trigger warning is designed to help readers or viewers, if it's on the TV, who may have trauma responses to certain types of scenes and topics. Now, I know the word trigger gets thrown around a lot. And in my personal opinion, I do find it's overused. It's often used to suggest that people are insulted and offended. Now, the original term for trigger was for people who had PTSD and trauma responses to certain topics. That is what we're talking about when we talk about trigger warnings in books or movies or anything like that. Obviously, the word trigger has become a bit contentious at times, so you'll often hear this being called content warnings now, but technically it's the same thing. So types of warnings you want to include. As I said, this is not things that might be offensive or insulting but more that might cause trauma responses in people here are a few things that it could be things about addiction things of a sexual nature such as incest or assaults of those natures and can't use the actual word because youtube does not really like that scenes where people unalive themselves these are topics that if written in detail can have an effect on people with PTSD or who have trauma responses. Obviously, there are probably others. These are the main ones. This isn't a new thing. You're probably used to seeing these warnings, especially if you stream shows on Netflix or Amazon. They will usually have at the very beginning at the top warning notes that include things like violence, drug misuse, and any sort of topic that we've just mentioned. So it's not unusual to sort of warn people about the content they might have in a TV show or a movie. So Is it that different to add it to a book? Yeah, and trigger warnings, it's not just for people with trauma or PTSD. It can also be from people with like anxiety. Like me, for example, I have generalized anxiety disorder. And sometimes when I read books that have excessive violence or something in it, it it bothers me and I cannot continue reading. But yeah, you're right. Obviously, people who have uh, anxiety, certain graphic scenes can be quite, you know, triggering let's use the word. So we know what trigger warnings are. We know what types of trigger warnings you might want to include. So why would you include a trigger warning? Let's be honest, you can't trigger warn for everything. But these ones that I've mentioned are the main ones. And in the end, the whole point is to help readers make an informed choice about whether they want to read such content. Because the last thing you want to do is put a lot of stuff in a book, it go out, it get read by people who might find some of the content triggering. And then they leave you a lot of negative reviews. It's probably easier just to sort of let them know. And that way they can either say, "Mm, no, you know what? That's not my sort of thing. I'm just going to leave it. And the people who it won't bother, they can pick the book up and read it and then review it however they want. Obviously, trigger warnings are a contentious topic. I am not going to lie. They do divide people. I have heard it spoken about by writers and readers. And it does seem to split the room. 
because what you have is you've got people saying, oh, you could end up spoiling a book or a movie. And then you have the other people saying, well, you know, people need to know so that they can make choices. And honestly, both are right in their own way. Because if you're writing a scene that is very specific, that's graphic or has certain topics in it, and it is important to your, to your story, maybe it could be a bit spoilery. I don't know. The other side is, obviously, people should have the option to be able to decide whether they want to read a content and a, a warning can help. But we always come back to the same thing. You're the author. You decide. There isn't anything that says you have to. This is not the movies where you have to have a rating to show the sort of age ranges people should be before they view these movies or read these books. So that's it. In the end, it comes down to whether you want to put the trigger warning in. You have to make your own decision. You have to decide whether you want to inform people or whether you don't see the issue. And in, in the end, there is no right and wrong answer. There'll be some people that don't care whether there's a warning in it and there'll be other people that would really appreciate it. So think about that. Maybe even reach out to people on your social media and find out what they think. Maybe if you have a newsletter or a blog and you have people who are obviously interested in your work, find out what they think. It's a tough topic. I think that's part of it. Yeah, it's really weird, actually. I never really thought much about it, despite having trauma responses to certain things. I never really thought as much. And then I read someone's book on a bakery, uh, on an, uh, an ARC review, and one of her stories had had a topic that was very intense for me. And I actually kind of, the way she'd written it, put me back. And I was like, oh. And I actually mentioned it personally to her. I think I put in like, that it's like a trigger warning might have been a useful, just something to think about. And as I said, I never would have thought of that before. Because if I'd have read something and something had come up, I'd just be like, right, I'll put that book down. But obviously thinking I'd rather not spend money on something if it was going to have something that would that would cause that. But it's weird. I never, never thought about it before. But that one topic that came up just hit me. And so, yeah, just, just a random thought. Yeah, no, I mean, I've read a couple of books where there was one book I, an author reached out to me about and was like, I have a romantic comedy. I like romantic comedies. So I was like, yeah, sure. I couldn't get past the second chapter. It was erotica. Okay. It wasn't the nice type of erotica. There were a lot of issues in there. And um, I was like, this is not a romantic comedy. This is very misleading. So that's one reason why you should put trigger warnings because it can be misleading to your readers and then they get themselves into something that can negatively affect them. On the other hand, there was another book that I read recently that I did get through. And in the synopsis, it said that it was about an adult who was going through their childhood trauma. So I kind of knew there would be a little bit in there. But within the first chapter, the language and the graphicness of the domestic abuse that was in there was just horrifying. And I was like, oh my gosh, that I almost didn't get through the rest of the book. That even though I did have some type of warning, I didn't know the intensity of it. So yeah, you should you should definitely use trigger warnings. But then on the other hand, I get a lot of ARC books from Book Sirens. And on Book Sirens, the authors have to add trigger warnings if there are any. And I read a lot of murder mysteries. So usually the trigger warnings will say death. And I'm like, okay, that I, I kind of figured it's a murder mystery. That I think you can kind of be a little bit lenient on. I, I assume if people are reading murder mysteries, they understand there will be death. But as Ari just said, it kind of all depends on the author and you need to decide whether you think a certain scene or topic can be triggering to someone. It's interesting that you mentioned like the murder mysteries because like a, tr a trigger warning that says death is quite misleading in itself because 
if it's someone who is just shot obviously you know that could still be a thing but if it's some like gruesome brutal death that is written graphically that's totally different so it's almost like i think the if you're unsure the best thing is if it, if there's a graphic scene in it whether it is of a sexual nature of a violent nature it might be useful just to mention that because that is very different than having you know like hints of something i mean obviously even the hint of something can sometimes be an issue so again it all comes down to personal preference how you want to do it whether you want to do it and and the sort of information you want to give yeah i, th I think if the easiest rule of thumb is if there's something graphic in there and like rachel said if your book is erotica and it is marketed as erotica then most people who go to it will understand what the sort of graphic nature that's going to have if you're marketing your erotica as romance without stating romance erotica <laughs> that's kind of different so yeah i think anything where it's very graphic it might be useful to put in a trigger warning definitely if there's extreme brutal levels of violence or as we've said some of the topics mentioned earlier good to just mention and it's not like you have to go into detail trigger warnings aren't like 14 paragraphs about oh well there's this scene that's really bad and if you don't like it's not that it's literally something small it's usually just a single sentence or two that says things like warning this book contains scenes of unalive ideation or drug misuse or abuse of a sexual nature that's it you're not having to spell out the scenes you just put in a single sentence or two just to give people a warning that that's what it is there's there's an interesting concept about where to put that trigger warning i've heard people put it on the front i've heard people put it on the back on the book with the blurb and the other one is you could just put it in a page in the front matter like have its own page and i have said one i can't remember what book it was and what it was was it was in the book so you went through the front matter and at the top it said trigger warning and then at the bottom is where the trigger warning was so if you didn't care for any trigger warning and it didn't bother you there was nothing that you would read that would upset you or anything like that you could just skip that page without dropping your eyes to the bottom and reading it thus avoiding any possible spoilers honestly though I've, I've never really come across any trigger warning that was actually a spoiler but hey that's just me and obviously if you are concerned you could just drop down and read it and then think mm, no actually that's not for me or, oh yeah i'm okay with that that's okay i have no issue and then you can move ahead so yeah obviously depending on where you want to put it as well that can help i know some authors will put it on their landing page like if they do a page on the website where their book is listed like the, the upcoming book they might have the blurb and then right at the bottom just state trigger warning so that, again if people are thinking of buying the book They've got the information before they do it. And I mean, to be honest, there was a time before movies had ratings on them. And then we became aware that it was probably a good idea to put ratings on them. I don't think there's any issue with putting trigger warnings or content warnings on books. It's the same thing. It's like, like Rachel said, she's read books where some of the scenes were pretty shocking and she wouldn't have read those books. I've read books like that where it's like, whoa, okay, I'm just going to put this book down. I'm not going to finish it. I'm just going to get rid and they use it I think wow I wasted a lot of money on this book and it's definitely not something I'm gonna read I actually like how you mentioned that that particular author added the trigger warning at the beginning of the chapter I have not seen that before but I have had an author reach out to me about reviewing their book and I have a google form and on that google form it says you know please list any trigger warnings if any at all and the author wrote there is a trigger warning about this particular topic they were like 
I don't know if it would bother you or not because I understand you have anxiety. So it's it's only in one scene and it's on page 172 or whatever it was. And I really appreciated that the author zeroed in on it for me. Judging from the rest of how the book went, I kind of had a feeling what was going to happen in that scene. So when that page came up, I skipped it. But it didn't affect me reading the book at all. It didn't affect the plot. Not, none of that. Like I was, I was still able to enjoy the book and I really enjoyed how I was like, I was like that I had that warning. So you don't need to be specific with it, but in some cases, yeah, you can, it can be nice depending on if you're reaching out to a book blogger specifically and you you've read their blog for a while and you know how they are, then yeah, you can very well be specific like that. And I think that's great. Yeah, I can understand that if you're, I said, like, if you're doing an ARC review and you're going through and you're sending an, an, an e-copy to um, to an author and, and making sure they're okay with it. I don't know whether I would probably do that in the actual warning on, like, a paper copy, like, further down. I don't know if I'd be stating the page numbers or anything like that. But, yeah, no, I can understand that would be useful for, like I said, like an ARC review or something for, like, a book blogger. can be quite useful to to have that. But I think I think trigger warnings are becoming more common. So it's not as like, oh, so unusual. More people are starting to say, yeah, you know what? I, I want to be warned before I pick up a book or before I decide to, to give this author a shot. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know whether there's been an increase in shock value with some books. It's like I used to read series and they'd be great. And then sometimes you get to a certain number of books and then suddenly the author would change and there'd be a lot more graphic information, whether it was violence or assaults or sex or anything. And it seems so different from the earlier books in the series. It was almost it could almost become a whole different direction. And I don't know if that's become a trend or whether just the idea of shock value has kind of raised its head. And I know some people like that. I do know that, you know, there's, there's book series where I've been like, you know what, you're going in a different direction. This is not what I'm interested in. I prefer a plot rather than just that. And yet at the same time, I've seen people go, oh, I found this this series. The books from this number onwards are brilliant. And obviously that's the sort of thing they really like to read. So I'm going to say personally, I do appreciate a trigger warning, a simple one at the front of the book you know, in the front matter or on the back cover. I do appreciate that. I would like to see that more. Again, I appreciate this is my opinion and people will be different. So if you don't want to put them on your book, you don't have to. You are the author. You have all the rights to decide whether you want to do it. But it's good to remember that things are changing and more people are happier to have those kind of warnings. Some people, there are obviously, depending on the type of warning, some people are okay. Some people might go into it at least prepared. It's not a case of them going, no, I definitely don't want to read that. Some people just need to be ready to, to read those sorts of topics without it being such a shock to them when they get to it. No, I, I agree. I really appreciate having trigger warnings at some point. Because, yeah, it's not necessarily a huge turnoff for me. It's not like I see a trigger warning and I'm like, oh, I'm not buying that book. But I just I like the warning because there are times where, yeah, it really can affect you in a negative way. It sounds kind of odd that a book can have that effect on you, but it really can. And it's I mean, it's a real thing. Like drama is a real thing. And I know you can't you can't please everybody and you can't take care of everybody, but you do need to keep this group of people in mind. That's it. It's. You can't protect everyone. There will always be people who will read something that you didn't catch or something. And I don't know. I, I've got a feeling we'll eventually get to a point where books do have to have like a rating system. I can see that actually happening. Might be quite a while in the future, but I think especially because I've noticed there's a lot more extreme content appearing in YA. <laughs> 
that I yeah. wouldn't have expected. You know, I mean, we literally have you, know, you got your middle school stuff, your kids kids books, middle school, YA, NA, adult. So you've got like your new adult, which is your, you know, I think it's your, is it 19, 18, 19 year olds onwards till about 22 or something. And then if your main character is 22 and above, I think it's adult, something like that. I can't remember the actual numbers now. But yeah, and some of the things you think that should really be an NA with the, the content. It's like in a YA book. So yeah, I don't know. I can I can see it coming. Rating system. That would be really interesting, actually. Yeah, that'd be like thing is we didn't have it in movies. Once upon a time, we did not have it in movies. And even now, you look at movies and I remember movie, certain movies were like an 18 because of like the graphic nature of it. And now it's like, you know, 12A <laughs> because we've got worse and we've got even more violent. That's that's what it is. Human nature, apparently. But yeah, obviously, this is this was a little bit more of a serious topic. We're trying to make it a little bit lighter, but it, we're still talking about writing certain types of topics and how those can affect people. But as we always say right at the end, these are just our opinions and things to think about. I mean, there's still writers out there who, who don't even consider the idea of trigger warnings. I know a few writers don't even realise that there are a, there are things and that people have been doing that. So whether it's something that would affect you yourself or not, whether you decide to do it or not, it's good to know. Overall, use your best judgment. You know your book better than yourself and you don't know your readers at all. So it's definitely tricky. But if you feel like you need to add a trigger warning or just give them a little bit of a warning, then definitely do so. It's not going to hurt. I concur. As I said, there's, there's very few books I've, I've seen where something that would have had a trigger warning was like a massive reveal or a big spoiler. It's never the case. So, but hey, my personal opinion, you can take it with a grain of salt. Doesn't matter. Okay, let's turn it over to you guys. Do you plan to include trigger warnings in your novel or do you include trigger warnings in your novel if you're already published? We'd love to chat about it. Tell us your answers in the comments below. Let us know. If you want more of the Mary Writer podcast, be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast for bonus content. It helps to keep our show going, and we really do appreciate the support. In the meantime, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Scraps of Paper. We have notes everywhere. The music title inspired is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.